0: Today on the newscast, from Jerusalem, did Israel destroy an Iranian drone assembly factory in Syria? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast and welcome to Jerusalem I'm wrapping up an incredible week of production here in God's one and only Holy City. Really, though, we were throughout the land of Israel from Jerusalem to Galilee to the Israel-Lebanon border up to the Israel-Syria border, getting some incredible content for the Watchman newscast and the Watchman TV show on TVN. It was quite a week, and you will see the results of our trip very soon here on the newscast. Today, for instance, we interviewed former U.S. ambassador to Israel, David Friedman, the very first U.S. ambassador to serve at the embassy in Jerusalem. We also interviewed Ron Dermer, the former Israeli ambassador to the United States for seven and a half years under Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. We also today recorded an Israeli election preview, which you will see this week. Remember, the elections here in Israel are just about eight days away, November, uh, Tuesday, November 1st. Will BB become prime minister once again? We discussed all of that and that Israel-Lebanon maritime deal. Great insights this week, so stay tuned here in the days and weeks to come for more. And if you like content like this, be sure to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Who knows, we may even come to you from Jerusalem. It's a chilly night here in God City, but we've got a lot to talk about in a short amount of time, so let's dig into it. You may have heard by now about this Israeli airstrike uh, near the Syrian capital of Damascus last Friday. Details were scanned. Of course, uh, the Syrian state media said that Israel fired missiles and we shot them down. That's always Syria's response to these Israeli airstrikes uh, in their country, but as we reported here many times on the newscast, Israel has carried out hundreds, if not thousands, of airstrikes against Iranian and Hezbollah assets in Syria in recent years. So at first, you hear about the airstrike Friday night, and you say, there it is again. There, there must have been, it's not hard at this point, folks, to deduce this, There must have been some sort of Iranian weapon shipment going through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. And that's what we are now hearing from Middle East media sources. They're saying that Israel targeted an Iranian drone assembly factory near the Syrian capital of Damascus, Now, Hezbollah was apparently present at this factory. Hezbollah's so-called Unit 4400. Now, this is an elite unit of that Iran-backed terror group. It is in charge of of transiting those weapons from Syria to Hezbollah's home base of Lebanon. And drones are obviously part of the package, as are usually those precision-guided missiles PGMs for short, but this was a drone assembly factory that was reportedly destroyed uh, by these Israeli strikes. It's interesting on a few levels. Number one, of course, Iran is becoming a drone superpower, even extending those drones now to Ukraine. More on that in a minute. We've got an update there as well. But Russia reportedly removed at least some of its S-300 missile defense systems from Syria recently, Perhaps Israel saw an opening there and said, wow, now we can really have even more freedom of movement. We don't have to worry about those Russian missile defense systems. Interesting development there because over the past month, folks, it had been uncharacteristically quiet on the Syrian front. Usually Israel is carrying out strikes there against Iran and Hezbollah on a fairly regular basis. You have to believe that one reason it's been more quiet in Syria is perhaps Iran has been a bit more quiet there over the past month because the Iranian regime right now is being rocked by those widespread protests. They began on September 16th with the death of Masa Amini, that young Iranian Kurdish woman who uh, reportedly was killed by the Iranian regime's goons, the so-called morality police, for wearing her hijab in an improper fashion, according to the regime. Well, her death sparked these massive protests that have spread to cities throughout Iran, and they are still going on weeks later. Now we've got business owners and shopkeepers getting involved, uh, growing and massive resistance to the Iranian regime. Now, the regime has already killed hundreds of people in response. They have been known to really crack down in brutal fashion whenever they are challenged, but I don't think it's a coincidence that we've seen apparently a little bit less Iranian activity in Syria over the past month as the regime has been dealing with these protests at home. And by the way, also reportedly importing the likes of Hezbollah and other proxies to Iran to help crack the heads, literally, I'm sad to say, of Iranian protesters. Okay, I talked about the drone situation. Uh, We've been talking a lot here on the newscast about how drones will be a central pillar of any future Iranian war against Israel where Iran activates that ring of fire. Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, the Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, the Houthis in Yemen, all armed to the teeth by their Iranian master with missiles, rockets, and yes, drones, in particular those so-called kamikaze or suicide drones, which fly into a target and detonate, and they are very lethal. We've seen it in Ukraine, folks, over the past few weeks, the Russian military using these Iranian drones to great effect. They bought hundreds of them from the Iranian regime. Now they are using them to carry out terror uh, in Ukraine against residential areas in Kyiv and elsewhere. Iranian advisors now reportedly on the ground helping Russia operate these drones in Crimea in particular. Ukraine said over the weekend that they struck and killed 10 of these Iranian Revolutionary Guards advisors. We don't have many details there, folks. Was it in Crimea? Was it elsewhere on the battlefields? But perhaps we're likely. These Iranian advisors were accompanying Russian forces, and according to Ukraine, they killed 10 of these Iranians on the battlefield. So Iran is spreading, they're openly involved now, uh, in the Russia-Ukraine war. They are spreading the drone technology and spreading their tentacles, not only in the Middle East, but also into a war in Europe at this point, folks. And they're about to go further Iran is also saying they are looking to supply Russia, as we reported here in the newscast last week, with short-range ballistic missiles, but not too short of a range. These missiles can travel over 430 miles. So you have the combination of Russia using Iranian drones right now and, and pretty soon also using, very likely, Iranian missiles. This is a very dangerous situation. Israel has taken notice, the interim Prime Minister Yair Lapid commented on this the other day and he said this is dangerous for the world, this unholy alliance between the Iranian regime and Putin's regime. Russia is threatening of course that if Israel gets involved in Ukraine in any way, uh, certainly supplying Ukraine with weapons, that it would destroy Russian-Israel relations. I believe that day is coming, folks, where those relations will go out the window. We're seeing the unraveling right now, and prophetically, if you look at the book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, that coming war of Gog and Magog, Russia leads, I believe, that latter days confederation against Israel. The good news is that confederation, which includes Russia and Iran, so don't be surprised by this blooming alliance between those two, it includes those powers perishing on the mountains of Israel as the God of Israel. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob intervenes in the affairs of men in a very public way in which he hasn't done in, oh, I don't know, some 2,000 years. He will show his face to the world in the northern portion of this land where I am standing right now, the land of Israel. It has been a great trip. It was fun to bring a newscast from on the ground here in Israel. Hey, wish me safe travels. Pray for a safe trip home for me back to the States. Great being with you all week from Israel. Until next time, thanks for joining us. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.